0: It's the end of the world as we know it. I feel
1: fine. Few technological developments have had as great an impact on our lives as... These two idiots? Stop
0: telling me you two are pretty good. Best in the company.
1: Golly i'm
0: so impressed you're talking about line of sight yeah that's right. right
1: welcome to line of sight my name is adam my name is nathan and this is episode number 30 on april 7th two thousand 2020. oh
0: 2020 indeed
1: what a year it's been. <laughs>
0: uh, so we're coming from you deep in the bunkers of uh, the foothills of Dakota. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're
1: but, we're in uh, self-isolation, as they're calling it. Yeah. As with most of our episodes, this is recorded a couple weeks in advance. So we're, what is it like, maybe... I've, I've gone out a couple times. I don't know about you. <laughs> I go out all the time, <laughs> but You're... no, not for, for real
0: because people freak out about that. Uh, no, I, I've been, I can still work, Yeah, but I'm not with anyone, so it's not really an issue. And I've gone to the
1: grocery store, but yeah, not much else. Yeah, I've been working from home for just over a week. And I've been out like two, three times, maybe, but like to one place and then home, washing my hands <laughs> like thoroughly yeah. there and back and hand sanitizer and all that. So
0: <clears throat> I've been, yeah, I've been uh, to work and then to uh like some grocery stores and stuff but my wife and kids have been home the whole time I've been to my parents but like my mom hasn't left her house for 14 days either yeah. not because she was anywhere but like so like I can't get it from her yeah <laughs> and that like she's been home for 14 days no yeah. sign of anything it's just like I f- I feel people don't even like that where it's like, no, I think we can reason certain things out. Whereas like if people have been self-isolating for a long time and they themselves have not been anywhere. Yeah. Right. It's just like, yeah, live your life cautiously, but not insanely that it doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it is, uh, it's crazy out there. Yeah, and so this is our first ever, uh, I don't know what we're going to call it, <laughs> remote line right. of sight, we're on, we'll call it line of two sites. <laughs> we're, uh, right. we're both in our own homes, we're doing this over Skype, and uh, so there'll be a lot less holding of hands this recording, as and there usually less is. Less tickling. <laughs> yeah, a lot less of everything. Uh, except for entertainment, full-scale right. entertainment value for this episode during these hard times. We, we have to keep pumping them out or the people lose hope. Right, for sure. Uh, and speaking of losing hope, we would... Uh, th- I got this idea, I'm kind of stealing it. Um, my friend Aaron uh he who has a his own business we'll we'll have him on the show eventually um, he installs um, home theater systems so he's all about movies just like us so his Instagram had a post uh, and he listed his I forget what he called them but this is where I got the idea um, basically comfort movies thinking like um kind of like comfort food or soul food the the things you you have just make it warm and fuzzy inside and uh have a special place in your heart one way i was thinking of it is um you know like i don't know if this is just me but it when is. when you would be homesick from school like what would you watch price is right Exactly. <laughs> one that is the exactly. Clock. 100%. What I was going to say is this is going to be the movie equivalent of the, watching The Price is Right when you're sick. Because not that just because it's on, but like it's one of those things you're just lying on the couch. You're not uh, putting any effort into anything. You just want to sit back and enjoy. Sometimes turning your brain off that's not necessarily a requirement but um so we've both put together a couple lists people seem to like our lists i think i don't know because no one said otherwise but uh i assume they love them i don't see why they wouldn't um also nice to just get out those recommendations that maybe some people haven't uh, ventured into these movies i I'm not going too obscure or anything. There's maybe one that I think some people had, haven't heard of, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I tried to avoid ones that I've already talked about. Um, I did not, I've only seen eight movies. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm trying to keep it fresh because our listeners, when they listen to one, they listen to them all. And I don't want to give them too much repeat information. If I were to repeat some, I'm going to just take a quick look. Like, I mean, childhood favorites that still hold up that ep- whole episode could fall into this category because most kids' yeah. movies, I mean, they're they're not going to be, like, deep thinkers or... Uh, disheartening type things um and even a few from obscure favorites uh if i was gonna put any on it would be like a mighty wind it's just or prairie home companion (laughs) is is that one that you had
0: (laughs) no i'm just going through my movies right now looking (laughs) at them and it's just like it sticks out as
1: like such a calm easy watch Okay, well, here's one, uh, and I'm I'm only bringing this up because I know you just watched it. I don't know if you're saving it for one of our, what we watched, Uh, from my obscure favorites. I would say Lady Hawk is a good, -good, feel-good movie for me because it's just the arc of the story. It's just one of those, like, happy endings, and you, you just want it to happen, and it's got a good resolution and it ends on that high note uh doesn't require too much thinking throughout most of the movie like you just kind of sit back and let it happen um so yeah you watched i lent it to you what what did you think of that one <laughs> it is fine i did watch
0: it over probably three <laughs> 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 purely because of falling asleep so i blame myself uh, the one thing that stands out is the music. It's yeah. so, like, yeah. jarring, <laughs> where you don't even... Where is this coming from? It's just very modern in the story's medieval times, or yeah. fantasy, or whatever. Well, so... it's
1: weird. This The soundtrack's got a bit of both, because, yeah, it's medieval, so sometimes there's a real score, like in... I don't know if it would be a full orchestra or not. Or at least it sounds like it and then there's some parts where it's like heavy synth and yeah it is a little
0: jarring <laughs> yeah it was good it's not obviously I didn't like it as much as you do but I don't think it's bad it is uh, it is a nice watch and I could see I can understand your love of Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> yeah because of that movie I think she's the best
1: i've ever seen her look in that movie <laughs> yeah because like even um people talk about it's like oh yeah young michelle pfeiffer like scarface, scarface. And it's like no, no not scarface. no thank you <laughs> like because eat a sandwich. she's on
0: drugs or something there yeah, yeah. <laughs> no uh exactly eat a
1: sandwich dude yeah, yeah and i don't like her haircut but yeah and this shit's all like her is all messy and it's oh it's, it's awesome. amazing yeah uh so anyways if i was dipping back in I'll, a lot of the obscure favorites like uh another michelle pfeiffer stardust multiplicity mm. so anyways new listeners just go back and listen to those episodes if you want some more recommendations but for the most part i will try and keep things fresh i don't i can't say it for I, nathan i i will not be he's never seen more than 20 movies so <laughs> uh if you like any of those movies keep listening to the podcast because i'm sure they'll come up again in different orders <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, uh do you okay. want to start then yeah
0: i'll just uh before we get into it before i forget I was going to tell you a story. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just because we're doing it over Skype and I've barely used Skype or FaceTime my <laughs> no. whole life, like once in a while, but I'm hearing stories because of Corona that everyone's doing all these live chats and yeah. all this stuff going on that there's been multiple instances of people not understanding when their camera is on and not on. <laughs> And people not in the greatest state of dress <laughs> and, and doing things and just general, like, picking your nose and, like, just how <laughs> you appear. And it's just, oh, that's very good. Yeah. Now, and that brings me to are you or are you not wearing pants? <laughs> uh,
1: at the moment, I am. Okay. But I yeah, too. no. I've been doing that because I've been working from home, so we do like a morning huddle with the right. team, and so far nothing too nothing like shocking has happened. Although, then you there should was... do one like as a joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see if anyone catches it. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but there was a um, a video call with a few of my in-laws, and uh, so my sister-in-law had just gotten out of the shower she was wrapped in a towel but the videos on her and it just looked like she was naked because you could see were her shoulders right. and it was just like are you wearing anything so yeah <laughs> that did actually look like someone wasn't wearing clothes so um good stuff yeah i'll i'll keep the camera pointed up <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah uh my first one i went through my movies in alphabetical order (laughs) on an app i have so my first one is apollo 13 (laughs) yep so when you suggested this i was just thinking like yeah feel good movies things that are feel good but then also easy watches where you just sit back and like yeah there can be complicated things like James Bond is, I would say almost all James Bonds are, could fall into this category of they are overly complicated, but they are easy to watch. You just like sit back and like, yeah, yeah. Something's going on and whatnot. And just for this time of uh, Corona, the happy ending of Apollo 13 really hits home and it's, things get better. And, uh, yeah, I just feel it's a great uh, film to sit back with. You can have also a kind of categorizing these movies, not necessarily, but that you could watch with a group, kind yeah. uh, mm-hmm. yes, of. Be, these. Yeah. They have to be, but... Yeah, it's not a hard and fast rule, but there's a lot of movies that I've been watching lately. Just, I don't even know if I could watch this with one other person. It's just, it's, <laughs> you have to be dedicated, pay attention. You don't want to miss anything. It's They're slow and whatnot. But yeah, my first one's a Apollo 13.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure that's one you've seen a lot too. Yeah, that is
0: definitely that was a VHS uh, owned movie so I've had that and the DVD and the Blu-ray and probably will one day buy the 4K is there what? one out for it? I don't know I feel like there I, might be I own four 4K movies and I do not have a
1: TV or a player that can play 4K <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I feel like I did see it because I was looking up Apollo 11, the yeah. documentary, and I think I saw 4K for 13, but not 11. So not that I have a 4K TV either, but I do have a player. My Xbox is 4K, so. Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. I have
0: an <laughs> older Xbox that yeah. does not. That's the thing. I probably, who knows? i I could see myself justifying buying the new xbox to justify getting a 4k player with that
1: yeah i think that was part of why not that i even made the decision it was like christmas present but we were uh using our chromecast for disney plus so <laughs> that was a big selling point is well we could play disney plus on the xbox <laughs> so right. it was like a I don't know. It was on sales for Christmas. I've used it for more than Disney+. Plus. I'm not <laughs> saying that's, that's it. But uh, that was a selling point, was being able to play certain things uh, streaming that other things wouldn't play. Um, so, okay, going kind of along with that, this was the first one I added to the list. Also an A, but not because I was going alphabetically. <laughs> But it's one that I know I watched a lot, especially when it first came out, is uh, the first Avengers. Yes. The, the Avengers 2012, directed by Joss Whedon, is such a, like, put it on anytime and, like, if I watched it on repeat, I wouldn't even care. Like, it could just... Not that it'd be the in the background, but like I'm sure there were days where I watched it like two days in a row, and yeah, it was just especially at the time it was such a big deal for me, especially. But I think superhero movies in general, um, and yeah, it's just like it's not too heavy in any one thing. It's not so at all evenly paced and. Even characters. Uh, it's got a happy ending. Everyone comes together. Even the conflict. I feel like the conflict between all of them on the helicarrier doesn't ever get that serious. Like they're all kind of arguing in the one scene. And then the attack happens and they become a team. Like it's it's very simple, I find. Uh, but effective. And yeah, just, just an easy fun watch
0: it is very easy to watch and having little kids it is like so like I'm trying to think I guess the Hulk could be a little scary yeah uh, in one scene and that's it but then like everything else it's pretty tame and it's just Yeah. yeah no I could see it's uh it's a good
1: Corona flick. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> just put it on, have a good time. The heroes save the day. We won.
0: <sighs> all right, hey. All right, good job, guys.
1: Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. Like it's all just lots of good stuff, and yeah, like you like you're saying for kids, like yeah, they can enjoy it. It's, very bright and colorful and uh that was one thing at the time it almost
0: looks like television you could say
1: (laughs) almost but not quite (laughs) better than television uh yeah and uh it's just it's a good time all over uh
0: going off of that uh, there was something you said there that made me think of it. Oh, rewatchability. I wasn't even going to say this. This wasn't on my list. But if we're putting rewatchability on here, this isn't probably true for anyone but me. But Prince of Egypt.
1: <laughs> I actually, that was what I figured you would have.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't even have it on there because I was actually thinking we should do, with Easter coming up, we oh, should do yeah. the Moses. Episode I've got four Moses movies. We could go through those with a uh, Passover, but Prince of Egypt. I've definitely probably like four years ago, I guess I would say I know I watched it twice in one day and probably three times in one weekend, <laughs> where it's like twice just because of myself, and then my sister came over the next day. It's like, you want to watch Prince of Egypt?
1: Oh, like you
0: suggested it. it? Oh yeah, because I just <laughs> loved it. The music is second to none. I think it uh, clocks in there, right up there with Disney. With uh, they, there's not a bad song in it. It's, it's uh it's a, uh, it's magical. I think it, it was making me think because I was uh, hearing other shows talk about like their top 100 and we'll do that one day down the road. And I was just thinking that I'm not going to throw in just every single, uh, Disney movie that I like. Right. it's like, what would be my go-to to to represent animation that I like? And it's like 100% uh, Beauty and the Beast. And then, uh, Prince of Egypt would be in my top 100 somewhere. No doubt.
1: And uh, I pass it on to you. So when I started I kind of figured it was going to be all comedies that I was doing because it's like well what's more easy going than a comedy. But I find I think I only have one well I guess a couple might kinda of be considered, but one that's just a straight up comedy that I feel is underrated. It's not unknown. But two thousand and seven Hot Rod. Oh yeah. Have you seen that? Oh yeah. It's, I love it. Oh yeah. It is it is so easy to watch but hilarious. Like it's not stupid hilarious although it's like that kind of uh, random humor that's today I feel like is way more common and wasn't as big of a thing in 2007 like it was becoming more of a thing like Mm -hmm. the kind of not even non sequiturs but like just really goofy stuff. I
0: would like to see a YouTube essay on like the history of comedy and like what was like the main stays of comedy in each decade and like what was funny when, right? Because it's so different and yeah,
1: you're correct in what you're (laughs) saying. Yeah. It's, uh, it's got a lot of like, uh, it's not even just that it's happy all the way through. There is some conflict and there's things to be overcome. And, uh, it's got like an uplifting ending on like
0: several levels. Uh, as soon as you said hot rod, the first thing that popped into my mind was Napoleon dynamite as just the same type
1: of, yeah, chill, easy to watch. And that one (laughs) probably is, one of those like uh i don't know precursor to this like that one is pretty out there but like yeah so pg and yeah exactly like just good clean fun hot rod maybe kind of goes uh a little more edgy but um yeah no th- definitely napoleon dynamite is one of those like just no, no worries. <laughs> Just have a good time. Yeah, it's. I think I, that's hilarious. There's lots of movies
0: that I love that I would have no interest in being like part of. Yeah. <laughs> I, like it was like I wouldn't care, but something like Napoleon Dynamite, I think that would be awesome to be able to make a PG comedy that is so good and. Open, right? Whereas it's a challenge to make things funny and not crass. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just yeah that anyone can watch it. It's so dumb, but not dumb and clever, and uh, yeah, it's excellent. And hot rod too, just the stu- like the the more famous stuff with the dirty dancing and all that stuff. But it is genuinely funny and ridiculous, and just they just keep pushing it and pushing it, and it's
1: it's great fun. Yeah, dirty like you mean the uh, Footloose. Oh, Footloose. That's yeah, what I meant. I forget what he calls it. He's like, I gotta go. I need to go to my quiet place. Just get right. his feelings out, and and yeah, I've seen the comparison between that scene and Footloose. Right. Uh, is he? <laughs> is he even smoking a cigarette? Because I know in Footloose he is and like whips it on the ground, but in Hot Rod he's out in the forest. Right. So if they did that, I don't know if they would have been able to though because of new like censorship and stuff. Like I don't think they would let him show a, a cigarette and PG. Uh
0: yeah, I don't know. Uh talking about that, I've been showing my kids Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And, like, it's just a free-for-all. <laughs> like, everyone's smoking. There's yeah. so much violence. There's so much stuff. It's great. Yeah, they're, uh, just,
1: they're getting drunk. Like, there's always oh, yeah. the XXX oh, yeah. the, bottles. Wh- wh-
0: <laughs> what, what was I just... Yeah. Max was asking, what's happening? And then it's just, like... <laughs> Daffy Duck's hammered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Duck sauce. I like... And uh in that uh, hot rod there when he's doing the dancing, and then it's just like a gym horse what do you call those pommel oh yeah horse. A pommel horse
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so stupid <laughs> there's but... a bunch of stuff like that like I think does he even like swing on branches? yeah, probably uh, i've I think I've only seen it
0: probably maybe twice, but one time actually focused and then another
1: time not really yeah into it so and then the like the best part i i think of that scene is he's in the middle of of dancing and then trips down the hill right and that just keeps on going and going and going and like every time i watch it like I, i have a huge smile on my face just thinking about it now like just the fact that it's like all these shots and then you get like a wide shot of like him falling for a longer time and then quick cut to like close-ups is just like (laughs) all over the place like and it goes on for like a few minutes and yeah that gets me like deep belly laughing every time even though i know it's coming but it's just it's hilarious uh there's also a a good commentary for that movie because it's the three guys uh from the lonely island uh they're all in the movie but yeah they're hilarious Anyways so that's a good uh, Commentary that I'll have
0: to I gotta pick that up now for sure
1: Yeah Uh,
0: Next one Have you seen Singing in the Rain No But You should check it out Yeah I'd want to I was
1: thinking we should do like a musical Yeah I, I
0: don't know that many But I'm always Interested in them Yeah Uh I haven't seen a ton of, like, I hadn't seen Chicago, or, sorry, here's the yawns, uh, but yeah, uh, a bunch of modern ones, but older ones I do like, uh, but that, this specifically, I even think the movie is somewhat, like, a concoction, I'm, maybe I'm making this up, but, like, just bringing together a bunch of songs that the studio already owned and someone wrote, and they were kind of just like making a story around these songs. So, like, the narrative of the actual movie there is narrative there, and it's about uh, going from science films to talkies. Oh, yeah, but it's so loose and nothing. <laughs> Like no one cares, and so that's why I feel it's a perfect. You put it on in the background. You put it on. Just and it's pleasant, right? There's no heavy scenes. There's nothing uh, to drag you down. And then there's a couple musical numbers that are just great. Uh, Yeah. Debbie Reynolds is amazing. Like the actual singing in the rain scene is amazing itself. The uh, what do you call it? I'm not sure the song, but it's a uh, good mo- or maybe it's just called Good Morning. Oh yeah. It's and but the the dance, the dancing that they do there is just great. And the overacting because it's a musical, like you can't <laughs> people, but you can see me. It's just like. <laughs> Just like the over, yeah, the top laughing, and like it's just so <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> but like,
1: you, you I wish there it. were more movies like that now, yeah. but if, if ever it happens, it's like sarcastic ironic. or, yeah, yeah like yeah. ironic, tongue in cheek. Um, uh, right. but yeah, like watching any movie, not even musicals, but um, past a certain year or era, it's like what changed and I feel like it's because of that going from silent films to talkies would have been a big part of it is you're overacting for the visual but also plays because plays even now today you got to do big actions for people to be able to see you you don't. you can't see the small nuanced performances
0: right uh Is the word sincere or earnest a part of this at all? I feel like people get down. One thing that people have a problem with Captain America even is like he's too earnest and too goody two shoes and like stuff like that. Anything that's just like happy and pure or not pure but you know what I'm saying, people get negative about it. It's like it's not authentic. And it's just like Yeah. I don't don't know. know. (laughs) Whatever. We need more of it. Yeah. That's the thing where La La Land, I don't dislike it by any stretch. I do like the movie. So when people get, don't send me your hate mail. (laughs) I do like it, but I don't like that there's not a happy ending. There is a happy ending in quotes and that is not a sad ending but that they don't end up together it's just like no this i don't want that i want like this is a fake world musical world i know you're doing your little twist on it but it's just like no do it there's certain things that you're supposed to do and your two main love interests are supposed to be together
1: yeah It it almost would have been better, instead of jumping forward um, and showing, like, this is where their lives are, and then it does that whole musical number, it almost would have been better if the whole movie was that musical number, and it was one of those, like, just-in-their-head type things. Right. Because that's kind of what happens there, but it's, like, after the fact of, like, what could have been... So it's It almost. It would have been a completely different movie. But yeah, the first time I watched it, I was I was not happy with the ending. I'm more okay with it now, and I do I like I like it. I own it on Blu-ray. But like, uh, apparently in another episode, I made it sound like I didn't like it. But I do, I really like the music and I like the the two leads. People can say what they want about Ryan Gosling. I think he's great in it. Uh, but yeah it's not the ending is not the greatest but I get it and it's fine (laughs) but uh, do I have any musicals on here not really Uh, two I just threw on kind of revolve around music in different ways but uh, we'll see if I actually get to those The suspense is killing me. And to tease them even more... Oh, actually... I was going to say they're the only two from the 90s that I put on here, but there was one just before that that also is. Um, The next one I had, which everyone has seen and will agree, is... A feel good, fun watch. Two thousand and one, Ocean's Eleven, <laughs> Space Odyssey. You're gonna say <laughs> two thousand one, ah. Space Odyssey. No, <laughs> the movie from two thousand and one, Steven Soderbergh's Ocean's Eleven, is just. I a, have that on my list. A rip roaring time, like that. It that is on my list. I. I I'm curious to know if there's anyone out there that does not like this movie. Like, it's just...
0: It's a perfect movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, It is is so fun. And and they do the heist well. Yeah. Whereas other movies do the same thing and they don't do it well. (laughs) And uh, it seems... Realistic but fantastic at the same time, yeah. It's just like they're so good, but then uh, it's not completely inconceivable. Certain things, and uh, the reveal, yeah, at the end, where uh, it kind of reminds me, I think they do a better job here, but the uh, Mission Impossible One, where John Voight and Tom Cruise are explaining what's actually going on. And John Voight saying one thing and you're seeing a different thing. Yeah. And Oceans 11 has that because you see certain things happen multiple times from different angles and things are explained to you. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I just like that kind of filmmaking. And it feels they're confident in themselves to make a film like that where – does this make sense? Because you could understand, like, if you write something down or if you make an argument and people can't understand you, it's like, no, it makes perfect sense. But maybe you aren't articulating yourself yeah. well. But then they actually made this movie. And it's like, no, we know what we're doing. <laughs> Have I'm sure there's a lot of work and uh, lots of people are seeing it together and all that stuff. But, yeah, it takes confidence to make a movie like that. I don't know. Yeah. Do. It's a great job. The characters are great. What's his name? Oh, the guy that <sighs> died. The black guy that died. The oh, comedian. Mac. Yeah. He's amazing.
1: Yeah. I love him. Well, yeah. Like, it is a very impressive cast. But then even for the time, not everyone was as famous as they are now, I feel like. like right. Having, well,
0: they have 20 years of more fame. Yeah. yeah,
1: and they're all still, like, mostly all still pretty big. And some of them even more so, like, Casey Affleck was just like, oh, did you know that that guy in Ocean's Eleven is Ben Affleck's brother? But now right. he's, like, a, he does, he directs and he's been in a bunch of things. He's did he, he won an Oscar for that one Manchester, Manchester by the Sea. Uh, Yeah so he's huge And yeah like even Matt Damon I feel like he was probably a big name At the time but wasn't even as big As he is now No Um, Yeah uh, Huge cast Uh, Yeah I like The the Fake outs there's a lot Mm -hmm. that's Like um, It really seems like something is going Wrong there are times that things do go wrong and they improvise. So I think that's what sells it. But then yeah. there's the things that it's like, oh no, this isn't going to plan. And even to some of the guys in the crew, like Matt Damon's character, I feel doesn't know certain things. Like he doesn't right. know that Danny Ocean is actually going to get caught or whatever happens. Like he he kind of isn't let in on the whole plan. So, yeah, it's just, like you said, it's it's just really well thought out, but fun to watch. Like, it's not like a heavy thinker. You could just sit back and let it happen. Right. (laughs) Like, you don't have to be too invested.
0: Yeah, there are so many reveals that it's like, and you could say reveals are punchlines. It's like, oh, so you only have to get a couple of them. Well, having seen it so many times now. Yeah. where it's just yeah it, you start to understand all of them but there's so many uh yeah it's it's just a lot of fun one thing that i also love in it is the costumes or what everyone's wearing all the time yeah like they're d- dressed so nicely <laughs> yeah and stuff and uh what's his name what's the uh, uh casino owner
1: Andy Garcia.
0: Andy Garcia. He has like uh, some, I think it's when they're the main one when they're at the boxing match and he has like the like jacket or the uh, vest over his tie. So you just see the uh, top of the tie. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sure. Yeah. It's a pretty high (laughs) vest. (laughs) Yeah. I just think like he looks awesome. And when the power goes out, And it comes back on, and, like, someone bumps into him. I just love how he pushes them away. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's just like, get out of here. (laughs) Like, he's kind of trying to protect
1: himself and uh, Miss Roberts.
0: But it's awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, One of my favorite visual gags is uh, with Don Cheadle. He's sitting in the hotel room and watching TV when they're demolishing <laughs> right. the building. And it's yeah. outside the window behind him. <laughs> he's is. watching it on TV yeah. and he's just glued to it. Like that
0: is so that, good. That's what makes movies. I'm realizing that more and more where you can have essentially the same story. Yeah. And it's just like, why does this one work and this one doesn't? right like you look at all the spy movies all remakes and all this stuff and like you're watching rockies right they're all the same movie over and over again or alien movies all right oh, yeah. but it's just like why well, do some work and some don't and i i'm starting to understand more and more it's all these little flourishes as frank would say where it's just like these little stupid details that you get hung
1: up on that that actually does make the movie yeah, so. and yeah, definitely rewatchable because you can pick up on more things. So Oh yeah, it is, yeah, it's, I would say it's one of
0: the best rewatchable movies ever. Yeah. And funny because there's it's not like other ones but because it actually has the plot of, are they going to make it? But yeah. you know they're going to make it. And it's still super rewatchable. Yeah,
1: still really engaging. Um, I, I like the sequels. I don't like the second one as much. But the third one I find is really good. Like it gets back uh, to... See, that's the thing. I've
0: never seen the second one. I've seen the third one probably like three or four times now. And it's just, like, because of people like you, everyone is just, like, do I really want to watch the second one? Everyone says it's a step down. And it's just, like, uh, yeah. I like the, I love the first and the, I think the third one is very solid. Yeah. Like, it is, the third one is excellent in just considering, like, trilogies. Yeah. Usually going downhill fast. And it's a very good way to end it.
1: Yeah. Uh, The second one is not bad. It's just the thing I don't like about it is the actual heist. Um, It's kind of the same, but the payoff isn't as good. It's kind of like, oh, that's it. That's how they did it. Like, it's, it's way less impressive. But, I mean, as far as trilogy cred goes, I find it does follow the first one in who the characters are what they would do how they interact with each other but it's a completely different setting like it's more international like a james bond or mission impossible like it's not that they're going all over the place or maybe they are i I forget exactly where they uh they do multiple heists but yeah it's uh payoffs not quite as good but it does set up the third one but since you haven't even seen the second one, and you still enjoy the third one, you don't even need to see it. So, uh, yeah. you can watch it. I, yeah, it introduces some new characters. That's like, eh, but uh, I don't know. I I think it's still good, but it's definitely the weakest of the three. Yeah. So, uh, if uh, rewatching the first one is is uh, good enough, then. If you don't want to keep watching that one over and over then i'd say yeah venture into the second one and, and definitely the third one but for sure
0: uh maverick Com- talking about comedies
1: like mel gibson yeah oh i love maverick
0: yeah it is i don't know why i was thinking about it recently but Uh, I think I was thinking about it because I got so many westerns but like old ones and it was like I like it's not modern anymore but I think my first exposure to westerns is Maverick and Back to the Future 3 (laughs) Yeah, right and it's just like so all those cliches that are in these movies where it's just like yeah I was brought up with those right where he's like it's like watching the simpsons before watching pulp fiction type of thing uh but yeah maverick i feel there's a little bit of a there's so many uh backstabbing yeah (laughs) there's there's good twists and stuff yeah i would feel i think there's probably one or two too many of those (laughs) like there's so many but it is excellent and Mel Gibson like he is the height of charming yeah in 90s Mel Gibson is
1: I don't think he could get better than that uh, I've also yeah. never liked Jodie Foster more oh yeah right. I don't usually care for her but in this like she's great yeah not that oh, I don't she... like her but it's like she, I'm, I'm usually like eh. she doesn't See, do anything funny. for me <laughs>
0: yeah I agree I think this movie could even be elevated if you had someone maybe a little better than Jodie Foster maybe, she's yeah. good don't get me wrong but like you could have I don't know how she is comedically but uh, Michelle Pfeiffer or uh, Meg Ryan or something in that role could have maybe been even a little better but who knows Yeah, maybe not trying to think Wait, of no. who
1: else could have at the time like right uh just even thinking mel gibson and uh well this is the same director i think as um lethal weapon is it richard okay. donner yeah because oh, danny glover mad. danny glover has a uh cameo right he's robbing the bank and he pulls down his mask yeah and they have a little look and it's it's like the epitome of that is just a cameo to have them look at each other and like and then he runs away and that's it but yeah, yeah. richard donner directed all the um Leap of weapon movies but renee rousseau is kind of like someone of that time she's yeah. a little like sassy she could have yeah. been maybe that role and
0: yeah. it,
1: i don't know if it would have really made it better but like uh that's yeah. just trying to think it, of an alternate yeah and just the
0: like production design it makes you like that is the type of old wild west that i would like to visit yeah the stagecoach and the uh, steamboats and all that and yeah. Uh, yeah there's some good comedy the indian stuff is great yeah or like they're making fun of the
1: crackers and all this stuff it's uh it's so so good that that guy the indian uh is named graham green right so he's in a few other things like he's usually the token indian but uh my mom always says she sees him in aurelia <laughs> It's like oh, I saw Graham Greene today, and it's like that's not who it is. Like, <laughs> there, yeah. it's it's just like they don't all look alike. <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure one one time she asked him, "Are you Graham Greene?" And he's like, w- "What are you talking about?" <laughs> it was just like some other Indian guy. Yeah, uh, and the best thing is, it's
0: just like who knows? He's just at Home Depot. <laughs> Graham yeah. Greene and Aurelia Home Depot I don't know <laughs> uh, uh, But yeah. no I love him He's like I think he, He's in Iron Will and Free Willy uh, No he's
1: not the guy in the Free Willy No No he's not Randolph Ran Is that his name Yeah no he's in uh, Like Die Hard with the Vengeance Dances with Will. Okay. I'm looking. There's at two guys. <laughs> guys I'm not are, just thinking. I feel like there's probably two of them where
0: you mix them up. Yeah. Uh, and they were all. Yeah. Forgive me, podcast world. Uh, yeah.
1: So Maverick, check it out. Yeah. That was one um, growing up. My friend had it on VHS. And yeah, definitely watched a lot. And I do have it on. Yeah dvd now because that is definitely an easy uh group watch the only thing is it's a little long i think yeah but no yeah that's it's fun it's uh i love the poker stuff too yeah and yeah mel
0: gibson he kind of plays the same character as lethal weapon ish just in that when he thinks he has the power to like make the cards or whatever, where, uh, yeah, he so, kind of has bad, not bad luck, but, uh, he, things don't always go right for him, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just,
1: but yeah. No, it's excellent. Okay. I'm going to skip over a couple to get to my Western, uh, which again (laughs) is barely a Western Uh, from the year 2000 Jackie Chan's Shanghai Noon (laughs) is a great film. Like is that the first one? Yeah. With, is there three or just, there's at least two. And I think maybe there were rumors of a third one. Like there's Shanghai Um, nights. Yeah. That's the second one, which I don't think I ever saw. I don't um, think I saw. I don't know. It's in. It takes place in Britain. Uh, but yeah, no, I never watched that one. But yeah, Jackie Chan, Owen Wilson. And this may be one of the f- first DVDs I owned as well. So maybe that adds to it. But uh, everyone was big on Rush Hour. But I think <sighs> Shanghai Noon is the superior dawn of the millennium Jackie Chan movie. Like... It is just uh, a thrill ride. <laughs> like uh, and I don't know if I own any Jackie Chan movie. Which is a, I'm ashamed to say. I feel like this might be the only one I own, which is weird because I've seen a lot, but well that's the thing. I've seen a ton of them. Yeah. And I want to see more like
0: he has like police story and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, all the old ones.
1: Yeah, older ones and stuff that I hear are quite good. Yeah, that was um, one of the kicks that we had when we were renting VHS from the video store was Jackie Chan movies. Like, we'd get on to, it's like, oh, let's watch this one. Uh, So, yeah, I don't, I can't think of any else that I own. I can think of, like, some Jet Li movies I have, but those are later uh huh, yeah, that's interesting. Have you seen Shanghai Noon though? I yeah, yeah. I've
0: seen it, but it would have been probably not much later than when it came out. So yeah.
1: I haven't seen it for a while. It's fun, like just good clean fun, as a lot of these movies are. And uh again, great stuff with Indians in it. Uh there's A whole scene with uh, him encountering Indians just he's kind of on his own and I feel like this being one of my first DVDs it was probably also one of the first commentaries I ever listened to Okay, and I think it was on that where they point out the tone how it shifts in certain scenes where it's like (sighs) he first encounters them and it's like really dangerous like the music and all this and it's like it's really awesome because it's there's like a, a very shallow creek that they're fighting in, or river, or whatever you want to call it. So there's like cool stuff with like people falling down in slow motion and then like the splash. The cinematography is actually great in this, <clears throat> it looks amazing. Uh, and but then there's like one part where I, f- I haven't seen it in a while, but um they throw like their tomahawks at him and they get stuck in a tree or something. And just something shifts where it shifts from it being like a dangerous action scene to a comedy, like just very seamlessly. And I I wouldn't have picked up on it other than somebody pointing it out in a commentary or maybe a bonus feature, but there's just like, he can do both so well and uh that always sticks with me when i'm watching it now like i don't know when i first saw that or heard that mentioned but every time i'm watching that i always think now it's a comedy and it's like so crystal clear to me now but watching it i was just enjoying it uh and yeah the, the comedic stuff is is good but not like stupid funny like it's actually good physical comedy but very impressive physical stunts as well so it's got everything owen wilson is hilarious in it i think Uh, i've always liked him and uh yeah uh, lucy Liu is in it she's the princess that is kidnapped that he's trying to save and uh yeah there's There's lots of little kind of Western jokes, like uh, his name, the character's name is Chon Wang. So when he says it, it sounds like John Wayne, but it's Chong Wang. (laughs) And it's like, Owen Wilson's like, John Wayne? That's that's a terrible name for a cowboy. So, and then uh, another person in it is uh, Walton Goggins. I believe is in it. Let me just confirm that. I'm pretty sure he's... Yeah. So he's in a bunch of Western things now. Um, like he's in Django Unchained, Hateful Eight. Uh, he, what was the show? Uh, Deadwood, I believe he was in. Okay. And if not, uh, there's a, there was another one, I think, Justified. I get them mixed up because they have a lot of the same people in it. Oh, he's in Lincoln, apparently. You're beloved Lincoln. Uh, he, like, I only know him now, and I this was probably the first thing I had seen him in, but he plays, like, uh, he's part of Owen Wilson's gang at the beginning, but he's kind of like the new guy and takes things over the top and then takes control of the gang but yeah uh really really good really fun wholesome like i was a lot of these movies i'm trying to think of stuff that like wouldn't have anything that would bring you down at all right thinking about it a bit more this one sort of has that because of like a big chunk of the plot is people using the chinese to build railroads and like they're cut off from their families and not treated very well you don't see a ton of it but it's there so it's like it's not perfect in its purity (laughs) but for a western like kind of like maverick it's like the glorified western where it's not probably what it was actually like it makes the west seem really fun the old west like just hanging out in a saloon breaking bottles overheads shooting at people but no one ever dies (laughs) like that kind of stuff like uh yeah so it's a good time one more game no no more drinking that's it No. no mas no mas john No mas. Are you coming?
0: Fifi? Uno mas? Yeah. No, I would, uh, I would like to watch that. That would be something. Yeah, I gotta get on a Jackie Chan kick. Want to kick it Jackie Chan. Yeah. got to <laughs> buy more of his stuff. Uh, yeah, like Rumble in the Bronx and all this other stuff. Yeah. I got to check the, all these out. Uh Another one here. What can be said that has not already been said about Lord of the Rings? but specifically Fellowship of the Ring yeah and specifically even further the first disc (laughs) of Fellowship yeah where it's just like that. the first half when they get to Rivendell it's just like so there's adventure and there's scary stuff or whatever but the Shire and Hobbiton Give me a yeah. break. That's the most relaxing thing on earth. <laughs> yeah, this is this is amazing. I hey, have least...
1: I have the three soundtracks, but I definitely listened to the first one more because, in my mind at least, it's like way more uplifting because of the Shire music. But I had it on recently, and I'm like, there's a lot of like not happy music in this. Where it's like the right. like high type stuff, like the. Themes of Mordor or whatever, and it's like, this isn't as, like, much of a uplifting soundtrack t- as I thought. It's definitely got those tracks, but there's a lot of other stuff, like, f- sprinkled yeah. throughout. But, yeah, no, yeah. for sure, the first one's my favorite of, of the three.
0: Yeah, I think... I'm trying to think of anyone that I know that thinks that The Fellowship is not the best one. I feel like The Fellowship I, is no, my I've,
1: favorite I've definitely I, heard some well I've heard for that the even, other, for Peter either.
0: Jackson says the third one's his favorite and stuff but. which
1: I wouldn't hold against anyone like there's no, that's fine things to love about it like I I love all of them. Yeah no they're all excellent. I just
0: have a special place in my heart for the first one. It's just like and I feel like the other two not that they're bad they're excellent. But they are given the foundation of the first one, especially setting up all the characters. Yeah. You just because you start adding the characters and it's like I don't care about these people. I want I care about the original Fellowship. Yeah. Right. It it, it is such a good, uh, yeah. Yeah. The Fellowship itself
1: is the best part. Of everything like right. all those those nine yeah is it nine uh yeah. uh yeah like and just again the music their whole theme like that one shot where they're all coming up over the ridge and it's like slow motion aragorn's coming up the rear like it's just oh it's so good like uh
0: <laughs> i saw uh what do 13 days Cuban Missile Crisis movie yeah. Kevin Costner in theaters and so the Lord of the Rings was the trailer yeah, uh, to that and I had a vague understanding of what Lord of the Rings were, <laughs> were uh, but I didn't hadn't read the books or anything but just that scene they put that in the trailer of them walking right all by that stone yeah. over the hill and it's just like I know who these guys are just like by like pop culture. It's just like, it felt so well done. And it says, I am in, when is this movie coming out? I am
1: there. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know them before the movies came out and I had seen a couple stills. I don't think I even saw a trailer before going into it. Uh, So I knew certain actors that were in it and The only thing I was told was by a friend who was like raving about it. Uh, I think he told me a little bit about Legolas. He's like, oh, there's this great guy. He's got bows and arrows, but then sometimes he uses knives. And it's like, okay. (laughs) And then his other thing was talking about the wizards. He's like, so there's like, there's two wizards and one of them's like the mentor. But then one of them kind of turns bad. I won't tell you which one. (laughs) It was (laughs) just like okay i like i that was all i had going in and like immediately i'm like well that's the bad one (laughs) like (laughs) you can tell right uh but yeah it was like such a fresh experience for me and yeah just it's so grand and Mm -hmm. yeah like if you're if you're stuck at home for weeks (laughs) you have no excuse not to watch lord of the rings (laughs) yeah no
0: that's the thing it is such a uh it is the best long epic thing ever yeah whereas uh yeah it's just cooped up no time to do anything or tons of time to do anything yeah just pop one of those on and yeah the beginning and that's, that's the other thing like, even the prologue and stuff like yeah it's violence and it's these, these crazy stories but it's just soothing <laughs> you just want to be in that world and that was the thing with The Hobbit where it's just like I'm down to go back to this universe whereas Star Wars is just it feels like a chore where The Hobbit is I was excited to go back and it's just I guess you guys just don't have the magic
1: anymore yeah <laughs> <laughs> whatever yeah there's yeah there's so much to say about those movies lord of the rings like
0: yeah we gotta do that and the hobbit just like a full 10 hour press on all of that all right I'll, dissect them
1: yeah i'll save it for, the, for that <clears throat> um So this one, I don't know if you've seen, uh, and if not, you should old yeller. I have Have not seen this, which I'm
0: ashamed of. I think I have when I was a kid because I have vague pictures and memories of things, but I can honestly
1: say like, I would not say yes. I've seen it. Yeah. Um, I did not see it as a kid for whatever reason, not like choosing not to see it, but I knew of it. Like the only thing I knew was the dog dies. Like that was yeah. the big thing. Everyone knows that I didn't know anything else about it. So it was probably like maybe 10 years ago. Cause probably around when we got married, uh, you and I, yes. uh, <laughs> like, Brenda I think bought it. It's a two pack cuz there's a sequel called Savage Sam which isn't quite as good, but I it's decent. But Old Yeller 1957 is so good. Uh it is actually one of my favorite films. Like I've I've come to that really. Uh, like it's for many reasons, like there's certain things about it that it's like a little cheesy, but overall, it's not even about the dog. Like there's a lot of movies like this where it's got that in the that's the title, but uh, much like what I've said about Stardust, it's not so much about the the title. It's about a boy becoming a man, and. It's just, it's not even the old west, but like that time period, he's on the homestead. His father is driving cattle across the country, so he's going to be gone for months. And so he's the, the man of the house, basically, while he's gone. Uh, also, a bonus is their last name is Coates. <laughs> so, you go. automatic uh, one-star bump. For but... Sure. uh So, yeah, Mr. Coates drives off, leaves uh, Travis in charge. And, yeah, Old Yeller shows up. He's not even their dog at the start. And he hates him because he causes all this extra work for him, uh, for Travis to do, and then learns to love him and how awesome the dog is. But, like, seeing it as an adult, like, I was in my 20s, so, like, I'm practically a man myself when I first see it. Uh and yeah, just it's such a great story. And yeah, the dog dies, but like watching it as an adult, it's like everything makes sense. It's not just like supposed to be a tearjerker. Like I don't even know if I've ever cried about it. Like it's I I have no problem admitting that I cry in movies, but this one, it's like, it's too bad that it happens, (laughs) but I'm not torn up about it. And it's more about the character and his growth and all this stuff. So, uh, yeah. And I, I love the time period. That's one of the big things. So I, I just like seeing all the old stuff, but the story I think is, is good. And Uh, not many people talk about it these days, but, uh, it's worth, worth a look if you haven't seen it. So, um, one of the cheesy parts in it, but I love it for it is, uh, I feel like this might've been a book before. I'm not 100% sure on that, but, uh, there's a scene where he's out hunting and he, uh, uh, He's hunting deer, so he sees uh, a doe and its fawn, full whatever they call the babies. So he's not gonna shoot those, and then he kind of lets them go. But then he gets distracted by some chipmunks, okay. <laughs> two chipmunks. But it's like obvious, like stock footage of just right. like two chipmunks playing in a tree but then I'll look, cut back to him looking at them and just his reaction is hilarious because it's just like okay now act like there's two squirrels like or chipmunks or whatever they're like they're on the ground now they're jumping over the tree and like just the look on his face like that is exactly how it would have been back there they didn't have TV this is their entertainment They're just <laughs> out watching nature and he's just like so into it that I love it like he's just getting cracked up by these two (laughs) little chipmunks and then uh the the buck walks out and it's like it keeps cutting back to him watching them playing and it's like no you're gonna miss it the deer's there (laughs) it's it's such a great scene like i just i love this movie and yeah for for all that yes a dog dies in it i don't find it to be a downer at all like Again, just thinking of the movie, like, it just makes me so happy. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I watch it a lot, actually.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's on uh, Disney Plus there, and it's short. Like, I remember... Yeah. Like, it has to be under 100 minutes,
1: I bet. Or Um, maybe around there. Maybe, yeah. Um, And, yeah, so his... Dad is played by Fess Parker, who was um, Davy Crockett. Okay. Davy Crockett's on um, Disney Plus, which I had never yeah. seen. So since it was on there, like it's been sitting in my Amazon cart forever. But I I watched that and I'm like, this is boring. <laughs> like I I was kind of into it at the beginning, and then it gets into this political stuff, and I'm like, I wanted to watch a frontier man, <laughs> like not right. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't, I wasn't engaged in that, but like old yeller, I'm a hundred percent in. Last thing I'll say about it because it's amazing. There's a character that I'm sure everyone knows a guy like this. He's like, um, so it's not just the, the dad that goes on the cattle drive. It's like all the men in the area, but there's this one guy that gets left behind and he kind of he believes that like they put him in charge of all the families while they're gone but he's just like this like unbearable like moocher just he doesn't do anything himself like but it is played so well like that guy uh like it's such a good character it's Frustrating because you do know those people and it's like get off your lazy butt and do it yourself kind of thing But it's it's so comedic the way it's done. Like it's perfect Travis will you go down to the corn patch and pick us some roasting ears? now? Just a minute miss Coates. that boy need help to tote all that corn. Yes, sir <laughs> Elizabeth go along with Travis uh, Mr. Searcy he's amazing and he's in the sequel too which i like uh so yeah uh, i don't know if the sequel's on disney plus but yeah. uh, if it is I, that, it is worth checking out it's not as good but uh, it's it's good
0: enough uh i don't know if it's in a biography of Walt Disney or just like some uh i have a bunch of books right and then like the caption under a photo somewhere yeah. that i remember reading like, there was a bunch of stuff happening with this. You said it was 1957? Yeah. Yeah, so that's two years after, like, Disneyland opened 1955. Okay. So, it's two years after some wondering, but, like, I remember reading where they were saying, like, what he, Walt Disney himself was under a lot of stress. And then, and then they're like to make matters worse. Uh, he had to decide in the next week if Old Yeller lived or died.
1: <laughs> I think, well, he made like, the right choice for sure. Like the the story right. deems it. Um, so yeah, I, I just looked it up on Disney Plus. It's an hour and twenty three minutes. Really? So under ninety. I thought... <laughs> oh oh, it's an hour twenty three. No, yeah, yeah, an when hour three. I'm thinking a (laughs) hundred and twenty three so yeah eighty three minutes and rated g so the kids can enjoy there you go uh my next one is
0: not a hidden gem at all it is sometimes i think it's at the top of imdb sometimes uh shawshank redemption mr Mm. andy dufresne who crawled through a river of shit and came out clean on the other end. (laughs) Andy Dufresne. Uh, Yeah. This movie, everyone's seen it. It's great. Uh, It is... It is not miserable in the traditional sense. There's sad things, but, like, yeah, it is so sad, but then positive where it goes... Yeah, And like, I like the phrase life affirming and the get busy living or get busy dying. There's so many good lines in this movie of just, uh, simplifying the situation, simplifying life and all that kind of stuff. And the scene specifically where he's, uh, I think it's just, he's got a bunch of stuff for the library and he locks everyone else out and he plays oh yeah the opera over the whole uh yeah prison and it's just that see that type of yeah it is a plot point but that is one of those like things in the movie where it's just an added feature where we were talking before (laughs) about the little uh thing in land before time when the little birds oh, yeah. things are fighting for the cherry <laughs> yeah. and little pterodactyls <laughs> or whatever. But it's just like adding things like that, that don't obviously the uh, opera is a thing, but I feel like the movie could still exist and that scene could be cut out kind of thing. It's just like, no, we're going to make this special moment type of thing as well. well it,
1: it does play into like things that happen Oh yeah! After like that immediately, especially he. There, there's consequences, and he goes to solitary. The whole. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, but he has the music in his head or whatever it is. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's that is one of those things. It's like bad things happening, and yet it's positive. Right. Uh, yeah. So there f- you go, Corona. <laughs> yeah. Look for the good in mm-hmm. your isolation. It could be worse. You could be in the hole. <laughs>
0: Right.
1: So yeah, don't take anything for granted. Yeah, there's, I'm, there's lots of lessons in that movie for sure. But uh, yeah, not everything that happens is obviously positive. But uh, no, it it all works out, and there's good things along the way. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just. Yeah, it
0: makes you. Yeah, there's. It's the intangibles of life, where like people say, like, what's the. Meaning of life and all this other stuff but it's just like, in this movie, it's just, just to live and to do stuff is the meaning of life kind of what they're kind of arguing in this movie, partially, like it's other things as well, but just, yeah, it's wonderful.
1: Um, so I was debating which, if any... Pixar movie to put on this list because I feel like you could almost anyone except Ratatouille and maybe the good dinosaur (laughs) Uh, any cars (laughs) no they're up there no no uh, my go to was Toy Story because like how can you argue with Toy Story you can't Any, any of the three yeah, but I feel the first one, is it just stands on its own. And I feel like to say it's timeless is hard because I feel like the animation is noticeably worse, but still not bad. It's just like the textures and stuff aren't there. Animating, it, it, it looks fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, all of them do have that... Uh, except the fourth one. The <laughs> great, satisfying ending. But the reason I bring that one up now um, is just talking about Shawshank and living. Debating other Pixar ones. Wally is also quite up there. And I like the message of that. Like, the captain even says it. Like, it's a line he says... I don't want to survive, I want to live. Like right. it's and that may that one probably is the more appropriate for this time because it's like we have this global thing happening that it could go really bad, but uh are we going to just survive it or while we're going through the quarantining and all that stuff Are we still gonna live or are we just trying to survive so uh obviously things in wally on earth are worse (laughs) than what they (laughs) are here but uh i yeah i think wally is great it's a great uh simple story and just well told and uh yeah that that one's a nice light watch too because like at any moment you can kind of be out of it and come back and you know exactly what's going on like you don't have to focus too hard on anything but it's just enjoyable characters are all like super fun to watch like Wally is so cute (laughs) like for uh, lack of a better word for a robot like he has so much character to him it's very impressive oh like
0: uh when he's first introducing her to his little house then, yeah, and like there's so many things that he does uh, I'm trying to think of but just subtle things and subtle movements that he does where uh yeah, it is great animation, great acting or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the one example. Well, he but... does.
1: It's funny because he, he's a robot. He shouldn't have this, but he has like a nervous tick, kind yeah, of thing with like putting his hands together. Yeah. Like, yes.
0: Yes. When he puts the VCR, the VHS back in. Yeah, and he, re, he winds it, and this. he's like,
1: he's a little like nervous that like it's not gonna play, <laughs> and then it yeah. goes. Yeah, I don't think There's yeah. a few that like him. that. Uh, I love when he wakes up. And yeah, it's like and just draggy. It's yeah, like a groggy person, and like he's like going. He he doesn't like turn in a perfect <laughs> like circle, and he can't get his foot in his treads. It's like it's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. how can you not love Wally? It's yeah. so good.
0: It uh, is excellent. So yeah, uh,
1: toss up. the like I said, go to is Toy Story. But if I was gonna pick another one, it might be Wally. But really. Almost any Pixar movie could be on this list. It's, it's up to you, listener. You you choose your favorite.
0: Uh, no, for sure. Uh, just because I just rewatched this, uh, but you can go back to our top ten of the decade for further discussion. But Moneyball mm-hmm. is just amazing (laughs) and just when I put it I think we both put it in our top 10 right yeah and then it was just hadn't hadn't watched hadn't have not watched it for a while but now trying to kind of analyze what makes it so good I didn't realize that Jonah Hill is not in it as much I thought he was in it more but it is really Brad Pitt's central yeah like i kind of thought that uh jonah hill was in it more but like there's great scenes when they're doing the trading uh philip seymour hoffman is the ultimate baseball manager yeah <laughs> it's, just, it's just unreal we've said this all before but it's a beautiful movie i love the music in it the uh yeah it's an excellent story It's, again, like, life-affirming or positive where he doesn't take the Boston job at the end and he stays. And it's even uh, pleasant to see that they have, uh, like, a divorced couple not getting along that they're best friends, but, like, they're not at each other. Yeah, like there's just like little things of tension but nothing's ever made out of it where it's just like he's uh, yeah they're fine with each other and it's just nice to see that type of stuff and yeah he chooses to stay because of the team but then also he's gonna not be uh, he doesn't want to be away from his daughter and stuff and that's not even the main point of the movie but yeah it's just great stuff there an yeah. easy watch. That's another one. I don't think it would be as high as Ocean's Eleven, but it's just like it's pretty hard
1: not to like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because even I don't really care about baseball, but like, like you can still enjoy it. Like I, I'll watch any baseball movie, anyways. But yeah, I find that one even if you don't watch or understand the sport right. that ending is just like the the biggest like victory and it's not even a huge thing like it's not like yeah. it's not the wor- World Series or anything no it's like but it, it's a big deal and uh yeah it's it's great the way it, it plays out so for sure uh gives you the the warm and fuzzies (laughs) most most (laughs) definitely um what should i do next uh okay this i don't think i've mentioned this one i feel like it's come up but i don't know when um ben stiller's the secret life of walter Mitty*. Yeah. Have you you seen that one? Yeah. I love this movie. Like, I didn't see it right away. I saw it on Netflix, and, like, it's so good. Like, it's, I I could see it not being for everyone, but it is uh, one of those life-affirming, kind of fantastical, but still a lot of things in it are very real and then mm-hmm. there, there is the obvious, like kind of like stuff in his head, that's happening. But like, it looks great. It's it's funny. It has it has a great soundtrack. Uh, like so, is of... it? It's a remake. Yeah, I would like to see the first one. Yeah, I don't know how close it is to the original, but um, I think it's more like stuff happening in his head is probably the more central part of it I don't find that that is really the whole part of this version the way the previews made it seem was like he's always going off and doing other things kind of in his head but like those scenes are cool and look cool but it's almost all the real things that happen are even more fantastic than him climbing yeah. Everest or whatever it shows and like running into a burning building to save a dog or whatever so yeah like I first time I watched this I was like this is incredible got it on blu-ray uh, I downloaded the soundtrack it's very much my kind of music kind of a indie folk rock type uh, soundtrack uh, Yeah, it's, I don't know how many people are familiar with it. This might be one of those that's, like, weren't sure of it, but I I give it a recommend. It's got some great visuals and, yeah, very, like, kind of uplifting, life-affirming type stuff.
0: Yeah, and I would say it's one of those movies that it actually ends well, whereas there's so many movies like this where... Not that this is a perfect way to describe it, but it's not a dramedy, but it's not a, like laugh a minute type yeah. of thing either. Yeah, it's not but a flat out comedy. I feel like there's so many movies where it starts off good, and but then it just falls off, and I don't feel like this one falls off. <laughs> I'm trying to think of examples, but... Uh, Yeah, where the, it's usually the idea is well thought out or something, and then the rest of the movie collapses, I feel, this, him actually finding what he's looking for and whatnot, like the snow leopard and all this kind of stuff, it is cool, and then visually Iceland's amazing. Cool. yeah, that's the best. It's, it is,
1: it's... I should I would like to rewatch this but yeah it's a it's a good one yeah when I get the 4k TV I'd get this one on 4k yeah it looks awesome it sounds awesome (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh
0: what do I got here I don't have a ton left uh A sit back and an easy watch. I would say, again, these are cliche answers, but Groundhog Day is so. Yeah. I guess, yeah, this is kind of falling into two categories of like easy watch or like feel good, but also just like rewatch. Ability, <laughs> like, yeah, just, for sure. Like is there's, it is so rewatchable, <laughs> and the fact that it is a positive, he's a jerk and then turns into a good guy, and you don't know. Like it could have taken him ten years to do this. You don't really know how long he's been in this cycle, and the final day where he makes it like a perfect day and saving people's lives and fixing all these problems and everything it is like and the fact that it's a small little town right it's not it's not saving the universe or anything crazy yeah he's fixing himself and being nice to people Is that's all he's doing and it's wonderful and it's funny and Bill Murray's amazing it's uh yeah I wish uh yeah I wish he would do more stuff that is like 80s 90s Bill Murray (laughs) I I don't know if he could get back into that zone
1: (laughs) yeah uh maybe well no at this point no (laughs) uh yeah, no, that's... I just love That's it. not one I would find I'd watch over and over. <laughs> but for sure is... I've recently... I didn't watch it this
0: year, but probably over the last four or five years before that, every February I was trying to watch Groundhog Day. Yeah. Because I just... And there's always something new. And it's a type of movie where the first time that he runs through it the second time kind of thing. It's just like, oh, this takes a while, but then it speeds up, right? And you kind of forget the order things go in, right? And when this is happening and then that. And so it's just, yeah, it's good fun. Love it.
1: Once again, the eyes of the nation have turned here to this tiny village in western Pennsylvania, blah, 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 blah. There is no way that this winter is ever going to end. As long as this groundhog keeps seeing his shadow. I don't see any other way out. He's got to be stopped. And I have to stop him. So I figured on this list I should have a Mission Impossible movie because I love them. And the the one the go-to was Ghost Protocol as a single standalone rewatch just pure fun like I know we've kind of debated which is the best (coughs) mission impossible but like I love Ghost Protocol I loved Fallout when I saw it and I'm leaning towards that being my favorite but Ghost Protocol is undeniably i think the most fun of those movies like the whole thing with the skyscraper like is so good inside and out like the whole that whole scene or series of scenes and then going into the sandstorm there's just there's a lot to love in this movie and kind of like what you're saying about james bond you can kind of not pay attention to the plot <laughs> right. and still enjoy it like yeah. uh, the the whole scene when they're in the Kremlin with the screen that right. like it lo- the guy the, it changes the perspective so it looks like an empty hallway like I love that like all that spy stuff but it's like if you ask me right now it would take me a bit to think about why are they even doing that <laughs> like (laughs) what are they trying to get in to do it's like i don't know they're trying to get some files or something (laughs) yeah so it's just all these like just fun setups i like the escape from the prison at the beginning because it just seems so effortless on his part like he didn't even want to leave but it's like i guess i'm going along and
0: i think it's in that does he jump from one level to the other level yeah and it's just like yeah so smooth and nice looking it's yeah
1: like, and they're um, doing the like he doesn't have an earpiece or anything so he's just looking into the camera doing the like hand motions yeah i, I love it yeah and just all the characters the girl i don't care much about um is it paula Patton? i don't know i have no idea who she, she's in other things but i don't i'm not like the teammate yeah. Or the bad or the okay, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Paula Patton. Yeah, uh,
0: even that like when they do the flashback or whatever and it's the guy from I think he's in Lost. Yeah, yeah. But like that's an excellent scene where he throws down the bag. Yeah. Or the airbag so you don't know what's and like it's just That's awesome, yeah. He this <laughs> movie is uh it reminds me of uh, Spielberg, and also Martin Campbell, who did, directed uh, *GoldenEye*, and mm-hmm. *Casino Royale*, and uh Mask of Zorro*. Where it's like the uh, this is not me thinking this; I've been told this. But when you observe it, you see it like the uh, the cause and effect, right? Yeah. And there's so much of that in ghost protocol where it's, this is happening. And then it's a setup for something else later where it's uh, just the the simple little thing of like his goggles and then he has them on and he puts them in his jacket and they are pulled out later and just how things are working and or not working against each other. And even like the sandstorm, is mentioned 20 minutes before yeah. it impacts them. So it's just nicely set up and all that. It's it's excellent. And the editing, I just think of, obviously other movies do it well too, but uh, where he's driving with his cell phone with the signal and the beep, 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 beep. And like he knows that it's coming. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you're making a good argument that, Ghost Protocol <laughs> might be the best one. I would say like I always just you always kind of just assume that the first one's the best one but the first one is feels like it's own little thing now. Yeah. Where, like the last three are their own separate trilogy. Yeah. Like the sure. last three definitely feel like cohesive the same type of world
1: but I would yeah. Yeah. The I first, the first three are all here, different directors that are take it in completely different directions like especially the second one that john woo like is completely different like i remember and it's like there's no coming back from this this is the the end of this (laughs) franchise and then jj abrams does his thing and it's like okay this is brand new now and then even this one it's following that a little bit but it's not as crazy i find as that one like i and is a little bit more plot. Like, there's barely a plot in the third one. Like, it's just... No. Yeah, like, the, um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, again. <laughs> like, he's yeah, great. He's amazing. Uh, and, yeah, it's just like, we gotta do this thing with him. And then he kidnaps his wife. And now really? we gotta get her back. Like, yeah. It, if I was to pick... Just a single watch, I'm still going with Ghost Protocol, but yeah, uh, well, yeah, I just, was just for I think full, good I mentioned to fun. you like
0: I was gonna have my aunt and uncle over to watch a movie, and I'm thinking like I'm not even really sure what their tastes are. It's like I have a feeling my aunt watches like lots of cop t v shows, and like there's no way she wouldn't like Ghost protocol, like it is just like. And I could just see her freaking out, about the, like the skyscraper scene and stuff. It would be, it would be great fun. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's true. Like I, I'm sure even the first one, any like, I don't want to call anyone old, but like older generation, just certain things, you know what they're gonna kind of gravitate towards. But even just thinking of Ghost Protocol, like thinking of the one scene in the car with uh, the director for whatever reason that makes me think like oh yeah like anyone can be invested in this because I feel like that scene it lays it out it's like we're initiating ghost protocol like they kind of bring yeah. it all out and it's like anyone would be on board with this movie just f- like that scene I feel it's very Is there simple. like a
0: Lady Gaga Eminem song that went with the, like trailer or something, maybe. Or maybe I'm remembering something wrong.
1: I don't know. Uh I was gonna say I don't recall the trailer, but I do remember his hoodie in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. No, I just I think in the
0: trailer when like they have the locked off camera, but then the car gets attacked, the SUV, when they're all in it. Okay. And then it's all flying around I'm trying to... Who knows? Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I love that. And I'll just always push it. Casino Royale. <laughs> Similar, like, with the parkour stuff. Or, like, in my... I've mentioned it before on our favorite podcast, the... James Bonding and when they were talking about it and one of they had a guest and her first experience with Casino Royale was like waking up and it's like she was watching it on a plane, so maybe she was seeing someone else watch it or she fell asleep and was watching it. And then like the beach scene where it's just like, What is this movie? This is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't really have that many more here, uh, you know what, I'll just say it, I'm going to talk about it more, but, uh, broadcast news, I just listened to, <laughs> I or knew I just watch. I knew it was coming. <laughs> it's. It was either broadcast news or you've got mail. <laughs> uh... I watched it with commentary thought I had not listened to it before but I guess I listened to it like five years ago or so because yeah there's things that uh, I'm like oh I've heard this before it is excellent everything about it I love this movie (laughs) it is like going leaps and bounds on uh, how much I like it and uh, it's more relevant today than ever (laughs) Uh, just with the news and the media the way it is but uh, it doesn't really have a happy ending but it definitely doesn't have a sad ending and it just uh, different dynamics of relationships and i think they're portrayed perfectly and uh yeah very authentic and realistic and uh yeah it's when you're you doubt your own conscience or your beliefs in certain things or principles but then uh it's it's excellent you have you you haven't seen it yet have you no I've overhyped it, but... I love well, it.
1: Well, I, 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 I'm sure I'd like it. Yeah,
0: but. it, It's just... Holly Hunter, I don't know. She's amazing at it. I... Yeah, I don't know. It's funny because... How wonderful she is. She, like, she's on the edge, but she is not a B at all (laughs) but you you could have seen this character definitely turn into that but she's not and it's uh, she's a good person like there's even a scene where uh, this other woman asks her kind of permission to go out on a date with this guy because she thinks she Holly Hunter has a thing for him and she kind of does, but she doesn't. She, her principles say that she shouldn't have a thing for him or whatever. It's complicated. You gotta see the movie, but it's like she's like at first she's like no, she doesn't want to go let him her go out with him. But it's like no, that's stubborn and wrong of me. So she lets him in and It's like Holly Hunter's is a good person, and uh, yeah, I like it. I love it. And James L. Brooks is a genius. Did he is did he direct it or Yeah I think he direct, produced, wrote It is his baby.
1: Hmm. I I knew he was in it, but that was it. Okay, no, okay.
0: Oh wait. I'm getting it wrong. James L. Brooks? Who's the Brooks Albert Brooks, never mind. So Albert Brooks is in it. Okay. And then James al Brooks, She's, okay, yeah, he's the, the Simpsons, Simpsons guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, confused. <laughs> yeah, that it's confusing because even on the title cards, and you see two Brookses, you get confused. But uh yeah, and it's even realistic. And I feel for not in any real way, but like Albert Brooks's character is smart and clever and a good writer and a good reporter, but it, it's just the reality of that he's not good looking like he's not ugly but he's not good looking right in the traditional handsome movie star way so then it's just like yeah you're just not gonna have the opportunities that other people have and it's just that's life <laughs> and it's just like yeah i like when movies affirm reality <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's uh, So, Broadcast News Check it out it, That is
1: 100% we talked about a hidden gem It definitely is You're the only one talking about it. <laughs> Once I see it's... it maybe I'll join you but for now I haven't seen it so um, I do have a few left and two of them were last minute throw-ins, and I w- I've been debating along the way um, to even bring them up. Uh, one of them, I will just mention; it won't be an official entry in my list, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just because I brought it up in a previous recent episode, um, we bought a zoo. Right, it is like almost one of those stereotypically life-affirming like pick-me-up movies like Hi. in the trailer you would hear it say like the feel-good movie of the year like something like that like I, I've i seen it once so I, I don't have much to say about it other than the only reason I watched it was I forget if it was the Oscars or or what I think it yeah must have been uh, Jimmy Kimmel was hosting so all throughout he kept making jabs at Matt Damon as he tends yeah. to do. And there was one thing where he's like bringing up like all these like critically acclaimed movies. And then he's like, he lists, we bought a zoo. And then I think it just shows a clip and it's Matt Damon saying, we bought a zoo or it's just something like kind of taken out of context in it. So I'm like, I kind of want to see that now and watched it and I'm like you know what Jimmy Kimmel you're wrong for making fun of this movie it's delightful <laughs> like it it's uh, I don't remember much but yeah I remember it being just that uh, simple feel good movie uh, I
0: feel I feel <laughs> this category could be turned into like where could you put uh, Peter Gabriel's Climbing up Salisbury Hill music, if it fits in a movie somehow, not that a bunch of these wouldn't work, but it's like just as soon as you said we bought a zoo, it's just like I'm thinking big fish, yeah, just like this type of like that one works, that one
1: could definitely be on here. Um, (laughs) just talking about climbing up. I'm trying to picture that with Mission Impossible <laughs> while he's climbing the building. Yeah. Doesn't quite you,
0: work. You've seen that we've talked about this, right? The fake trailer for The Shining? Yeah. Yeah, with the, uh, yeah I, was, sulfur, I watched know? it
1: for that episode because I was putting in the clip. But yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's not my official entry. This one is because you mentioned You've Got Mail. Yeah. It it sealed it for this. That Thing You Do.
0: Our good friend Sarah is a huge Tom Hanks fan, and specifically That Thing You Do fan.
1: Yeah, it's uh, not one I was always uh not just aware of but like uh that I watched I think much. I've only seen it once it's more of my wife's movie but I will watch it whenever it's on like that it's definitely one having seen it if it was the days when I would be flicking through channels and see something on I would start watching it at any point in it uh and it's probably even one before I saw the whole thing I saw parts on TV But it is just, um, I want to say a slice of life, but really it's not really life in that. uh, Usually those are kind of everyday life, but it's just like here's a period in these young musicians' lives. Tom Hanks is barely in it, but he directs it. Right. Um, But I like his character in it because it's not like. Any or many of his other characters like it's maybe Yeah, I don't know who to say it's close to it's close to his character in a league of their own because he's kind of a jerk but he's also just like a straightforward businessman, so uh, Yeah, he's he's cool in it, but yeah, it's just like a feel-good. I love the music like at least the one song that thing you do is just a catchy tune (laughs) and it's just it's i don't know the runtime it feels really short oh 108 minutes so yeah like it's just brisk it's uh it's positive like again there's some conflict and spoilers the band breaks up at the end but like you're happy for the main characters uh yeah and it's it's a good time the the other one that i cut from the list that i was gonna mention was another live tyler one kind of falls into this but i feel like it's less feel good ish but uh empire records i don't know if you've ever seen I've that not, one i've not seen it uh it's a little different like it's it's more of a straight-up comedy, but, uh, there's lots of, kind of, drama that happens in it, so, you could substitute that for this, and they both happen to have Liv Tyler in it, but, uh, oh, and Ethan Embry, so actually two, two connections there, uh, yeah, no, that thing you do, though, um, is probably the more acclaimed of the two, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good time, and uh, you won't be sad watching it. <laughs> no. Uh, do you have more, or are you done? I have one more.
0: Okay. I'll just quickly say, for not even... Yeah, I, I'd almost put Top Gun and Days of Thunder in this category as just, like, sit back don't think about it like they're action-y movies but like it's not like violent and like that you 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 could put both of them you can kind of put on and in the background i'm thinking of like being a kid and like when you go over to a barbecue and there's just it feels like hundreds of people there and it's just like there's a movie playing and who knows it's like this type of movie could be plain, and it's just like it's fine, it's more or less appropriate. Uh, and it's just, yeah, there's no, uh, yeah, it makes it, it is basically a pick me up, even though there's some uh, downer moments, but yeah,
1: yeah, I'm feeling like uh, Top Gun is probably the bigger downer obvious the bigger downer well the guy dies oh well that's like halfway through it (laughs) (laughs) i I was thinking the ending like when everyone's celebrating right uh it's got a higher note to end on right days of thunder i think i've only seen it like once uh Overall, isn't as good of a movie, but is definitely still a good watch. Yeah. Uh, I am definitely
0: looking forward to hopefully Corona calms down and I get to see the new Top Gun this year. Yeah. That is, I will definitely put an effort in and go s- try to see it. I don't see a lot, but go see it in IMAX. Mm-hmm. That trailer makes it look amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and just Tom Cruise and his track record recently. Yeah. Like, I feel like to resurrect (laughs) Top Gun, he's got to have something up his sleeve. Like, it's not just a forced, like, well, we got to make some money. Let's pull out this property. Like, with him being on board and so on board, like, it's got to be something special. I don't think so. <laughs> I, well, I, I think Just so. because I think
0: the first one is fine, but I'm, like, it's more... I'm in it for the visuals and just, like, corny <laughs> fighter pilot. Like, this is awesome. Like, the idea... Like, fighter pilots are, like, superheroes, essentially. <laughs> like, how amazing what they do is. Uh, but, well I'm not saying it's bad. I'm excited for it. I'm just saying that he does have a good track record, but there's still things like Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, Never Stopping, and uh, The Mummy and stuff like that. So
1: Yeah, so, but I think just because this is an existing property. Yeah,
0: and it's more like him. Kind of, yeah, I, like, it's more, he is the star in all the other other ones, but, like, everyone knows Top Gun type of thing. He wouldn't want to
1: screw it up, really. Yeah. So my last one is a hidden gem Uh, I wanted to save for those who stuck it out (laughs) to the end. uh, I know you've seen this, though. Uh, Winnebago Man (laughs) See, it's a weird one because you wouldn't think of it to fall into this category Uh, For those that don't know There was, before YouTube, before viral videos on the internet There were viral videos that were passed around From copied VHSs. Like, I think this movie taught me about that. Like, I didn't know this was even really a thing. Right. But there was this uh, clip or basically an outtake reel from a Winnebago, uh, like, infomercial type thing or just the product line. And there's this guy, balding man with a mustache. And he's just losing it every time something's going wrong. It's like, I don't know how long that whole, uh, like outtake thing is. It's one of the best things ever recorded. It's phenomenal. Like I, I'm not gonna do it justice. Trying to joking. Yeah. Like it. Look up that clip at least and it'll make you want to watch the movie. The accoutrement that you will need. Accoutrement? What is that shit? I don't know, shit. It's just all gone. I get so goddamn diuretic when I sit here and my mouth just never stops. So the movie is people who are very familiar with this clip and they hunt down the guy uh, from the the Winnebago Man video. So his name's Um, Jack Rebney. And uh, so they find him and they think he's going to be this crazy old man, but he's super nice and and all this. This story develops out of it that's so interesting. And the ending is like the most heartwarming thing that you do not expect out of this. Like, just because... The guy turns out to be exactly what he looks like in the the clips, the infamous clips. He's kind of a older now curmudgeon type guy, doesn't want to have anything to do with anyone. But yeah, that basically just plays out I'm gonna spoil it because really there's not much more to say, but uh, you'll have to see it to really get the full feel. They go to one of these showings, because I guess it's famous in these uh, clip show type things where people will bring in their various VHS uh, copies of things. And this is a, a popular uh, one that they'll play at these theaters or wherever they do it. So they finally convince him to come to one of those in-person and like he's just kind of so overwhelmed with the motion of like there he realizes these people are actually like fans of his and they love him it's not just laughing at him so it is one of those like just warms your heart like you see him with tears in your eyes and it's like i'm sure i'm probably tears in my eyes watching this like it's been a while since i have watched it but Genuinely funny, genuinely heartwarming, and feel good. Like you, you just get everything out of this documentary. It's it's so good.
0: <laughs> it uh, no, I I love. I don't. I have seen the documentary only once. I don't recall it completely. I do recall liking it uh, quite a bit. But then, yeah, the actual clips themselves should hook people in. My two favorite lines are, can you do me a favor? Can you do me a kindness? Yeah. And then uh, and it's like, I don't want any more BS from anyone. That includes me. Yeah. (laughs) There's so much. Like, it's just like you can't you couldn't get like a writer in a room to think of these lines that this guy does just pulls out is it reminds me i think we've talked about this before but like i work with a bunch of guys where it's just like they'll throw out like the traditional like this isn't my first rodeo and things like that but then they'll throw out other phrases that i've never heard before that are so perfect for the moment that we're in it's just like how did you come up with that and it's just like these type of characters where it's just like uh yeah it's uh good stuff yeah I... have you seen uh uh kong a fistful of quarters yes i have that one as well Let's see that similar i haven't seen that in a long time
1: i'm gonna rewatch it uh that but, one is I find more depressing. you yeah, feel see, really bad for the guy. that's the thing. It's <laughs> not it
0: doesn't really, but it's just thinking of documentary and interesting characters or whatever.
1: yeah, that one like I think that was one of the things I heard about. it's like a true underdog underdog story and it right. is like the maybe it's just the way it's presented. they're taking the side of this one guy, but it does just seem like there's an establishment of the video game community that's against him and trying yeah. to keep him down and I, there's even been ongoing things since that's come out like mm-hmm. yeah i forget the name of kind of the villain in it i think it's billy something yeah um I, f- I i feel like i've heard some things in the news about like think either his scores being revoked Or the opposite, the other guy, his stuff not being deemed credible or something like that. It's just still an ongoing thing. And it's such a stupid thing for there to be a controversy around. It's like, who has the highest score in Donkey Kong? Or it might even be Donkey Kong Jr. that they're playing. Yeah. It's weird. It's It's like... like, (laughs) And it's so cool watching like how he bought his own console and there's like the drawings on the screen of like this is where you would jump for certain things and yeah it's so complicated so yeah that one like i said it's a little bit more depressing because it's like the guy's always getting beaten down just trying to prove that he's like the best but then it's like the man keeping him down Uh, (laughs) yeah but Winnebago man you will only come out smiling there you go so that's that's I think that's it you can uh while you're locked up in your bunkers yeah (laughs) uh, eating your gruel yeah your canned beans um you could pop these on, and it's always a Talking good time. Talking
0: about beans, that chair seemed to settle down.
1: Oh, yeah. my I didn't move. Well, it's because I have my feet up, so I'm leaning back. I didn't have a chance to mention it to the audience, but uh, yeah, my chair was making some noises that could have been cons- <laughs> conscrewed. Misconstrued. <laughs> <was> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. disown height um i will make this list available to the public on letterboxd i feel like we haven't plugged that in a while for those for those that aren't on it like if you like movies enough to listen to us talk for 2 hours you should be on letterboxd because yeah, it is the best like i yeah, don't use it enough i love it though Yeah, I'm, I'm using it a ton mainly because of the podcast. Yeah, I wish
0: there was more people I knew, yeah, using it. Just like I want my friends and family to use it, so I can like see what they're watching. I don't want to see the stupid Facebook notification. I want to see your star rating.
1: Yeah, yeah. So get on it. Uh, Search us out. I will make this list public um one thing since we're on the topic i uh have amended or amended what's the word i i added something to a list that i made for our childhood favorites that still hold up one movie that was probably even part of the reason why i wanted to do that episode and i didn't even mention it so I took off Space Camp because that was a, t- a placeholder on the list. And I put in Follow That Bird, the Sesame Street movie. I, yeah, I haven't seen it, but I want to see it.
0: It is... Is Does he turn blue in that?
1: Yeah. He, I guess, he yeah. gets painted. Yeah, but, I've heard about him. Um, my Letterboxd review is I can't find anything wrong with this film. <laughs> so... It gets five stars. It's it's a bit of a nostalgia bump, but being a childhood favorite, I can say it holds up today. Cause just solid jokes all the way through. Like for a Sesame Street movie, like they they really nailed it. Like it's it's perfect. Uh, it's hilarious. So, anyways, that is added to my list because do you have that? Yeah, but I need to get it on blu-ray because the dvd i have is full screen and it bothers me (laughs) so if i'm rebuying it i'm getting it on blu-ray i don't know if it exists but uh i definitely need a widescreen copy because it wasn't filmed in full like it's it does say it's modified from its original version to fit your tv screen or whatever you would think that oh maybe because it's I don't think PBS, I don't, I don't yeah. think it's a TV movie. I think it actually had a theatrical release, but uh, yeah, there are some movies like I think Land Before Time. Yeah, I Time think because I've native. heard,
0: I've heard that because people have said like it's interesting seeing Sesame
1: Street in a movie. It, so looks, it looks different. Yeah, it looks really good. Like I don't know if it's the same sets or if they are on location like it it looks really good it's obviously a set but like it looks like it's really outside and the camera is obviously not a tv camera so one of my favorite things in life is that like i would i wish i could
0: just hang out at movie sets i love (laughs) being inside and you're meant to feel like you're outside yeah just (laughs) like I think that's half of my reason for loving Disney World like the uh, Oktoberfest German Pavilion in Epcot that's like just let me sit here I love it I love it (laughs) anything like that yeah I would love to visit Sesame Street
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, very good Well, this being the first Skype cast, hopefully we were recording the whole time on both sides. Yeah, I think I am. (laughs) (laughs) I see the little marks still going. Yeah, so um, if not, this was all just for us.
0: And I've heard you loud and clear the whole time. There's no lag or anything or like... eh, uh, uh, Yeah. eh. Although
1: I did, uh, I don't know if I wanna say this out loud. I did hop on my uh, hotspot on my cell phone because the internet in my neighborhood has been really bad today specifically because of everyone working from home, I'm assuming. Not that anyone's working at this time, but a lot more people are at home using the internet and especially doing a video call not that we needed to look at each other. Um, it just helps. But yeah, when you're talking to someone, it helps. But I didn't want the lag, so I uh, cheated a bit and got off the Wi-Fi. So yeah, I don't know. that worked out pretty good. And yeah, hopefully there's somebody listening to it. Otherwise, it was just for us. Yeah, which is fine. Too. Yeah, You gotta talk to someone during yeah. isolation yeah so thank you for listening stay safe out there yeah for sure
0: thanks for listening